BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about Bartle Beetle Syndrome. I want to introduce you to a young lady named Lucy. Lucy has a condition known as Bartle Beetle Syndrome, or BBS. This syndrome causes vision loss, obesity, and a variety of other health issues in children. The I Love Lucy Project is a fundraising effort started by Lucy's family in 2009 to help fund BBS research. Let's take a look at what science knows and doesn't know about BBS, and just what makes it such a complicated syndrome to treat. But first, I want to thank Netflix Instant Streaming for sponsoring this week's podcast. With Netflix Instant Streaming, you can watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV, all streamed instantly to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com QDT. Understanding BBS requires that we first take a little tour of the outside of our cells. In the early days of science, people staring at cells through microscopes noticed that they had these wavy hair-like things sticking out of them. These little wavy hairs were named cilia, which is the Latin word for eyelashes. Scientists quickly realized that the cilia were involved in all kinds of important things, such as moving eggs down fallopian tubes and pushing germs and mucus out of the lungs. Single-celled organisms also use cilia to propel themselves around in liquid. Then in the late 1800s, somebody noticed that among all these wavy little cilia, there was always a single cilium that acted differently. Most of the time it just sort of sat there, ignoring its wavy cousins. Since scientists love to categorize things, they started referring to the normal wavy cilia as modal cilia, meaning cilia that move, and the lone non-moving cilium they dubbed immodal meaning unmoving. They assumed that this lone cilium must be a vestigial leftover of evolution, much like the appendix. Not really needed any longer, but still hanging out like an unwelcome party guest. Satisfied with this conclusion, they proceeded to ignore immodal cilia, or primary cilia as they were later named, for the next hundred years or so. Then, in the late 1990s, scientists started to realize that there was more to these primary cilia than they originally thought. It turns out, that they have a variety of important functions, such as acting like little antenna to let the cell know what's going on outside of the cellular membrane. They can detect all kinds of things like light intensity, gravity, temperature, and even the concentration of various chemicals. In the eye, they also serve as transporters, sending molecules from one end of the photoreceptor cell to the other. Now, as you might guess from their diverse capabilities, the internal workings of primary cilia are extremely complicated. Our current understanding of how they work involves over 600 different proteins working independently and in groups. As you might imagine, with such a complicated setup, there are several things that can go wrong with primary cilia. And the conditions caused by something going wrong with primary cilia are referred to as ciliopathies. They include various kidney and liver diseases and BBS. One of the things that makes BBS and other ciliopathic conditions so complicated to research 
is that so many different genes appear to be involved. The symptoms of BBS in particular appear to be caused by a group of genes called BBS genes. Over a dozen different BBS genes have been identified, and their primary role appears to be to encode the proteins which help form the basal body, or the base of the primary cilia. To make things even more complicated, several other groups of genes have been discovered which help the BBS genes do their job, as well as helping to keep the cilia functioning normally after they're formed. So someone with BBS could have mutations or changes in one or more of any of those genes. Complicating things further is that not everyone with BBS presents with the same set of conditions. Some people might not have obesity or have it less pronounced than others. Still other people might be born with an extra finger or toe, while others show no symptoms at all until adulthood. While some of this variation in symptoms can be explained by genetics, most of the cause is still a mystery. The most likely explanation is epigenetic variation to the genome, which are chemical changes to the genome which can occur independently of the genetic sequence. Some of these changes are inherited from parents, while others can be affected by your own lifestyle or environment. The extreme variation in symptoms, genetics, and epigenetics related to BBS is exactly why the I Love Lucy project is raising money to start a BBS registry. A registry provides a central database of patient information related to a particular condition. By storing all this information in one place, scientists and doctors can start looking for patterns in the data that will help them unlock the secrets of BBS, hopefully leading them to more effective treatments and therapies. Once again, I want to thank Netflix for sponsoring this week's podcast. You can watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly, all streamed to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. If you happen to be a fan of science fiction and fantasy, Netflix has a lot of options for you, including dozens of episodes of Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, X-Files, and my personal favorite, Once Upon a Time. You can watch these shows on Netflix instant streaming and check out thousands of other TV series and movies while you're at it during a free 30-day trial. You can start your trial right now by signing up at netflix.com slash QDT. So now you know more about Bartle Beetle Syndrome. If you'd like to help out, head over to the I Love Lucy Project at ilovelucyproject.blogspot.com to find out more. If giving money isn't your thing, you can check out some of the other offers associated with the fundraiser on 71toes.com, which will allow you to get something cool while still helping out. Speaking of cool, my new middle-grade science fiction novel, Half Wilder, is now available for sale on Amazon for just $2.99. And throughout the month of December, half of the proceeds go towards the I Love Lucy project. So, pick up a copy of Half Wilder for the science fiction fan on your holiday list today. That's all we have time for today. Got a question you'd like to see on a future episode? Send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.